0: Welcome to another episode of the Parallel Success Podcast. I am your host, Jared Thompson. I'm also the head learning coach at WebLearn. And in both of these roles, I help persons balance work and school more effectively so that they can advance their careers, increase their future earnings, and do so with as little stress and burnout as possible. And here is the question I'm answering in this episode. How do we even plan a successful semester? How do you ensure that the goals and the expectations you have at the beginning of the semester, you actually achieve all of them by the time the end of the semester comes? That is what we are discussing because I myself um, was one of those persons who was going to uni and I was also working and I had all these big ideas and these lofty expectations at the beginning of the semester that I never like actually attained by the end of the semester came. I was like, we're getting on here. So the reason I am discussing this topic of how to have like a formula to have a successful semester is because I struggled with it, figured out a way that I did it for myself to improve my situation. But even more so, a lot of my clients recently here at Webler have been asking me, how did they plan their semester? How did they set up their semester so that they can almost guarantee or even guarantee that it's going to be a successful one? Um, that is why I'm creating. We having have this discussion. My name is Jared Thompson. I am the head coach and the only coach at WebMart. I help persons balance work and school so that they can advance their career and their future earnings and do so with as little stress and burnout as possible. We get an interview framework that I use and I use with my clients to ensure that at the beginning of the semester, before the semester even starts, so even if you're watching this or listening to this when the semester is already started, you can still um, get success or have a successful semester the rest of the way ideas, things that we want to do that we do not currently have, but we need to get to that, we call that a goal. And obviously all of our goals here is to like get good grades, do so with like not getting over the stress that where those are with as little mental and emotional distress as possible, right? But specifically for those persons that I speak to or who are like in my client base, they're not only students, but they have full-time jobs. So they want to ensure that their work does not affect their school, that their school does not affect their work. They also want to ensure they have time for themselves and their family and do so with not going crazy or insane. Goals are important, but most persons only stop at setting goals like writing down what they want to do and have some sort of checklist for any semester, right? But goals themselves do not lead to success because winners and losers have the same goals, right? That's a quote from the book Atomic Habits. If you think about it, and I'm going to refer to this um, illustration throughout the entire course that we're discussing this, um I want to think about Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt is a eight-time a Olympic medalist, and they, I think he still holds a record for the 200-meter and the 100-meter. Everybody in that race with Usain wants to win the race, but only Usain wins the race. So they all have the goal of finishing first, but only one person does. So having the goal itself... Obviously there are other factors in it like it's genetics and all sorts of stuff. But having a goal excel itself is not what is going to lead to success or is gonna be the biggest variable in you actually accomplishing it. That's just step number one, right? Because even some persons they have goals that are so big that they discourage you. For example, some of my same clients, I talk to somebody, they they you know, they they want to have a successful semester, but the semester before, and the one before that, and the one before that. They did not have success. So thinking that they could have success without burnout and stress is like this gigantic mountain that is like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you trying to tell me? I I don't think I could do that. And instead of getting energized and encouraged, they get discouraged and kind of dismayed because the goal is so big. So goals are important, yes, but it's the first step in a very, very bigger process. So we can we can comfortably say setting goals is not enough because we all have goals, but not all of us actually get them. Agreed? Good. So we're going to talk about something that is more effective than setting a goal and is actually creating a system. A system by definition is a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done or or is also called like an organized framework or method. Instead of you just having a goal, a system is to show you the things you should, should not do so you can actually get there. It makes the process easier. So let's think about the system that probably Usain used to use, right? He had his diet locked in, right? Obviously, there's weightlifting evolved. His his track work, his technique, how he actually ran. Obviously, wrestling recovery had to be a part of his system as well. He just just say that he wanted to be a world-class athlete and then like, Poof. It happened. There was action. There were systems behind the scenes working in concert with each other to ensure he actually got to the goal he wanted to. The question then becomes, obviously, in this case, what effective systems can you, someone who's balancing work, school, family, and all these other responsibilities? What system, what should this, what should the system do for you? The question being then, what should be the result of any system that you implement since you have to balance work, school, family, and all these other responsibilities, and don't talk about trying to find time for yourself. What should a system look like for you? Well, should balance your time effectively. Ensure that you do not burn out or get overly stressed. It also should, without a doubt, ensure that you get better grades or have academic success. Also, have still continue to have success in your professional and secular environment. And as we talk about, still have time for yourself so you don't go crazy or, like, end up in the mental hospital. That's a, that's a couple of things, right? So that is the, those are the variables that you should consider if trying to implement in the system, if it's going to do all of those things, which can seem like a lot, but we gonna show you why it probably isn't. I'm going to show you why it's not too many and it is actually possible, right? I'm going to just give you an instance. You see how I just thought about five things that you need to consider that this system should do for you, given your situation. I had an interesting um, conversation with someone who was doing a free course. She's 21 days. she's a scholar. We just call her Anna. So I was talking to Anna and she was like really loving the course material. She said it's been very helpful and stuff, but she finds that it's like, isn't, it's not really working for her. Something is it added up. How was it? Like, well, you seem like a responsible young lady. When they taught to you, you seem to have been trying to apply the lessons inside of the course, time management, goal setting, actually trying to be productive. Let's say like something something not adding up. So we taught more and instead of just staying on the surface, we got beneath the surface to see what the actual issues was. So after talking to her, she's not only a full time student, but she is trying to play badminton at a professional and professional level. Sorry, she's trying to play badminton at a professional level. She's trying to be a professional dancer as well and also a professional track athlete I was it like, wow that is a lot like i don't know how you're doing that girl that's crazy um so i kind of asked her you think you can do all these things like to the level you want she said no she said she's not getting any sleep and how she's rationalizing it is that one athletic pursuit is going to help the other Fair. so i asked her how many sports do professional athletes play at a time? LeBron James, only basketball. Tiger Woods, only golf. Same, you're seeing what we're talking about. Only sprinting as a triathlete. Um, trying to show her that what she is doing is as if she has three, four, five, six, seven cups. And she's trying to fill up all the cups at the same time. So even though she's doing each of these activities, she is not doing them to the degree with which we gain her results. So the reason why I, I, I use this analogy is because systems, all systems have a load or a capacity, like how much they could carry that like a car can go 300 miles an hour, like regular cars can go 300 miles an hour. So what I had to help her to appreciate is that we too could have too many goals that we are trying that we want our system to carry out. So, in, consideration, in, in in considering what systems you're going to implement, make sure you're not overloading them with too many goals. You can't want to have to be balancing work and school, balance school and work, have time for your family, for yourself, and then run a side business, and also and also like run for president or for prime minister. It's, it's not possible. So narrow in on what the most important things are for you so that your system can be as efficient as possible in doing those things. Fill up one, two, three cups, rather than six, seven, eight cups at a time. Know that we have seen the importance, but yet the limitations of setting a goal and the need for creating a system. The question then becomes, how do we create a system that helps us to get to the goals that we actually want? Good. We are going to talk about those three-step process that you can use to create your own system to ensure that you effectively balance work and school and not go crazy. Step one in the process is to make it easy, right? Then we talked about goals only set direction and that sometimes when we see a goal and it's so big, it could like discourage us rather than encourage us. So break down the goal into smaller parts that have like checkpoints. So you may be running a marathon, but somebody cheering you on, yes, one mile down. Yes, two miles down, right? Because, and that's when you see him first start um training and exercising to be a world class athlete, he was not holding himself to the standard of being an Olympic athlete in the beginning. Probably within like two or three months, it was just to get a second fat like to get like a tenth of a second faster or to like like really dial in on his technique. He wasn't continually comparing himself to the Olympic standard because then he would not he would always fall short and would not continue to train he would get demotivated, right? Second thing is to, so in making it easy, first, we want to break down the goals. Try habit stacking. Before Usain would have been doing like his trap work and sprinting and stuff, he would have had a specific warm-up routine that he used, right? Um, Even though he'd been waking up early, he would have period waking up early, proper breakfast and proper hydration. Similarly, me, you, any of my clients watching, anybody who wants to get a better semester, we think that we cannot implement these new habits. is difficult. Well, you don't have to start a new habit from scratch. You could just pair it with one of the habits that you already do. So for me, one of my goals is try to be healthy. I wake up early, but I just don't wake up early. I wake up early, that is paired with also having a cold shower and that is paired with working out. That's how my days start. I don't have to be thinking like three, like, like, that. I already peer a habit that I do every single day with something that I want to do. You're someone who has difficulty trying to study or implement proper study habits. Pair 15, 20 minutes of previewing your next class when you drink your morning coffee. Okay? Is it could be that the only freedom you have is when you are at lunch and that you could be quizzing yourself daily when you are going through your lunch. Yes, that is possible. And that is going to make it easier And you're trying to, like, force yourself to create new habits out of thin air. Um, Environment, the last part of making it easy is environment optimization. Essentially, ensuring that your surroundings are going to lead you to success. I bet you that you see and didn't live, like, next to a nightclub that was booming and jamming the entire night. And I also bet you that when he was at the track, he had to go between going to the gym and to the track. The track and the gym is not five hours apart. There are things that we can do with our current environment to make it as conducive as possible to be productive, to be better students, hone in or harmonize that balance between juggling delay, work, and school. It's not easy, but there's simple things that we can do. A, not trying to study when we are already exhausted and we have no energy at the end of the day. You woke up early, you had to deal with family and kids, and then you had to go to work, and then you had to go to school, and then all at the end of the day, when you battery at like 3%, you trying to do productive work. No. Ensure that you have the adequate energy and you have a designated space uh, with is without distractions, not necessarily just having your phone on mute and not in play mode. Ensure that anybody else in the house knows in that, yo, do not disturb you in this time because you are doing work to get to where you want to go to reach those goals. You're implementing your system. Okay, good. So first thing in this process of, you know, making a system is to make it easy. All right? So, next part in this system is to be proactive versus reactive. Reactive people wait for things to happen to them and then they like, adjust accordingly and scramble, oh my gosh, like, wow, woo, why is this happening? No, proactive people look down the road and see, oh, this is going to happen and I should probably put things in place so it does not happen. The reason why I say this is that semesters have like, the same schedule they start at the same time, they end at the same time. Midterms are usually at the same time. and Most persons get stressed out about a lot of mental distress and issues right before exams because this whole rush to cram everything down. You know what the challenges, the issues, and the obstacles are going to be for a semester if you have had one to this point. If you're having your first semester, ask somebody who has been, already spent a semester at, or, or done the course or been down the journey you have been, so that's not, a, not an excuse. What you're going to do is have a standard operating procedure. For those of you who are in business or who have a, late, who are working, obviously you should know that there's a standard operating procedure. All that means is that a standard operating procedure is a document which describes regularly, regularly reoccurring operations relevant to the quality of the investigation. All it is is that a standard operating, a standard operating procedure tells you. When this happens, this is what we do. When this happens, this is what we do. This is how we do things here. Okay? So, one of your obstacles could be that you have to choose between work and school in certain environments. What can you do? You can talk to your employer or your organization with reference to, again, I am trying to do this course. I'm trying to, like, level up my skills in this way. I'm doing this course. There may be times where I need to leave work 15 minutes earlier or 20 minutes earlier, can we have an arrangement where that comes out of my lunch already next day or something like that? Instead of you waiting on the day that you need to get to class and then trying to have that conversation and you still get the class late either way. Would you be so kind to share the inspiration and the education? You can actually help others find balance and success in work and school by referring them to the Parallel Success podcast because the way that this podcast has been growing is by referrals, a friend telling a friend. So do spread the word and be a catalyst for a positive change in your community, your current friend group or in your family because I know your word means so much. That is why I ask you for such a kind gesture. Thank you in advance. I very appreciate your recommendation. What is another challenge or issue you're going to be? You may have other people you need to provide for your home, children, family. Have you let them know the importance of what you are doing, as I said before, so that when you are engaging in these activities, studying, doing assignments, that they know that to give you your space? Is it possible that you could get a space even where they are not? So you could go to a library or another environment to ensure that you don't have that distraction? Think of all the issues, challenges that you could have and prepare a, a plan of action. Be proactive rather than reactive. You can also do this with your calendar. A semester runs the same way each semester as I said before. So you know by this time you should have already prepped for your, your midterms. You know, by this time your assignment, your group assignment should be done. You know, by this time you should start revision, right? When when, when trying to plan an entire semester, you need to know what's going on this week, next week, and have like the proper notifications. Fill out a Google Calendar, put out all the important dates on it, and set it to remind you three days before, a week before, so you are not surprised by when these things show up. Right? As much as you need to be present in the moment when you are going to class or whatever the cases, you still need to be forward thinking so that nothing comes and surprise you. If majority of my clients, they tell me. Yo, I was like, I'm um, studying and doing this thing, and I only remember that I had this assignment the last minute, and oh, geez, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I, I, I am overwhelmed, right? When you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, it's because you know you didn't do stuff that you know you should have done. So put the necessary things in place so nothing surprises you, which is going to ease your stress, and you're going to have a more relaxed and comforting semester rather than running about like a chicken without a head, not knowing what is going on. Last part with reference to how to make or make an effective system is to make it yours. Everyone's system is not going to look the same because I'm going to have a different set of goals than you are. My goal, because I do not have a family, may be to balance work and school, ensuring a more healthy routine, getting in shape and eating better. Someone else was maybe that very, they, they much want to have more time for themselves in recreation. As I talked about, somebody else may have to take care of aging parents or young children. So all of our systems are going to look different, right? They're gonna get us to our goals, they're gonna be some similarities, but they're gonna be unique to you. Make the necessary necessary adjustments so it is fun for you, easy for you to engage in. Okay. Um when we're talking about the mountain before our email with like you saying and how he was approaching his training. He probably didn't eat like someone else ate because there were certain things that he preferred other than others. Like if you got like a cheat day, like my cheat you know, his cheat day is not going to look like another cheat day of another athlete. There are going to be nuances, right? He may probably like to train at specific times in the day versus somebody else, right? His brand of spikes, the shoes he used to run, may be a different color or a different brand of someone else's. And that's how you can make it yours. In addition to Making it fun, making it enjoyable. My type of fun is not your type of fun. My recreation is gonna be exercising basketball and like watching like Star Wars. Yours is gonna be different. If you work hard, you should be able to play hard, and all of us our play and our fun looks different because it's unique to us. Okay? Keep that in mind. So and you try to make an effective system. Ensure that you make it easy, right? Break down your goals. Use habit stacking. Optimize your environment. Be proactive rather than reactive. Have a game plan. Know the issues and challenges you're going to have to put it in a calendar so that you know when you have to do it. That can be an online calendar, or Google Calendar. Or you can have a physical calendar. What I say is, do the thing that you are going to stick to. If you know that you don't, already calendars will help you keep something that you refer to every single day and it can be physical, whatever you need to do and you need to use, right? And make the journey yours, make it fun, make it unique to you because you have your own set of unique circumstances, make the system optimized for you. So, now that we know how to create a system, an effective system, how can you ensure that you stick to it, that you stay consistent, that you follow it from the beginning of the semester to the end of the semester? This is what I had a lot of challenge with. I relied a lot on my own self-motivation, which went up and down all the time. I kind of was like doing it myself. But either with this same analogy of Usain, when Usain crosses the finish line and he's first, is that success only his? No. Usain had coaches. He had persons that he trained with. He would have had dietitians, persons who cook his meals for him, right? Any of the, like, the athletic organizations, wherever he was, would have would help him get registered and help him get transportation to and from. The issue you may be having in trying to keep consistent to your system, is that it's just you. But you think about any systems, big organizations, or if you think about a car and a system it uses with reference to the engine and igniting fuel, it is not just one part. It's many parts working in concert together to get to a goal. The same way you need to find your tribe of people, your community of persons that are gonna hold you accountable to do what you need to do. Right? Sometimes that's difficult because persons, some persons don't have the same the, the motivation to get where you want to go undisciplined discipline to get there in the first place, and then you may be just dragging people along who kind of holding you back. How do you find those people? Well. Funny enough, this is the question I I, I asked because in my business, we are currently helping these persons balance work and school. I used to do it on a one-on-one basis, but me being the only person holding them accountable was not the most effective. Was not the best way of doing so. Recently, I have adjusted to creating a community, so we get a certain amount of people in a semester, and they split them up in group of five. Do each group of five knows each other intently Knows their schedules their goals what are their motivations for doing this in your first place and to hold each other accountable right and then they check in with each group on a regular basis and then we talk together as an entire community so you don't just got those five people holding you accountable and you've got all the other groups and seeing them and their success motivating and propelling you forward as well so when your motivation is dipping someone else's is higher and they can pick you up and carry you along if you can't find this for yourself the Scholarly Circle, which is the name of the community, may be something that you may be interested in. All you got to do is register at webinar.com and obviously send in your application showing your interest. And maybe you could get in for when your next semester rolls around and you could be engaged. If you are already happy through your semester at this point, try to find those group of people as best as you can. And look forward to the next semester where we're taking a new crop, new cohort of clients. So, the way to get success and be successful this semester is not just by setting goals. It's by implementing systems and being consistent in adhering to those systems. Systems are the things that are going to get you to where you want to go. Goals are only good at setting direction. Systems get you where you need to go. I hope wish you all the best in creating your specific system to ensure your academic and professional success. This semester. So, now that you have your system, in this system, what processes are you going to use to study and be as effective as possible? So Go and create those systems. Have that success. Make this semester the best one ever. So if you have already tried to put these things in place, your next set of steps you may need to do is how to effectively spend that time. What are the habits you should be inculcating? Now, one of those habits is to effectively study. Effectively use study methods and techniques to ensure your time is being used as effectively as possible. I went into a whole, in-depth, analysis of this the five-step process to effective studying just go and check that out how to actually study episode 29 of this exact podcast if you want information as such to help you and I will see you in the next episode of the parallel success podcast I am yours truly Jared Thompson your host where I continue to help persons like you balance work in school so that they can advance their careers increase their earnings and do so with as little stress and burnout as possible peace out people Are you a busy and overwhelmed professional, balancing your career with further studies? Or maybe you are balancing your career with a side hustle, or you just want more time to do the things you actually enjoy. Well, this is your golden opportunity. At the bottom of the show notes of this episode, I have set up a link where you can schedule a free discovery call with yours truly, so I can walk through you how I help my clients be more productive, save more time and earn more more money. I would love to help you. I've had 36 other people who've been able to do it and have that benefit. Let me be able to share that benefit with you. Look forward to you and meeting you after you schedule that call. Enjoy the rest of your day.